Hi, I'm Bryce. And I'm Jimmy. We are telecom and creative professionals. We're also fans of podcasting as our respective careers give us an abundance of windshield time. While there is a podcast for just about any obscure topic you can think of, there was no regular podcast pertaining to Montana politics. And that is why with our combined powers, we are Montana Voices Podcast. We strive to be an independent voice for all issues pertaining to Montanans and Montana politics. We also strive to be very forthcoming with our personal biases as we attempt to see beyond them. Montana Voices Podcast does not operate in a vacuum. We need your support. Whether that be listening to our cast, providing us feedback, sending us conversation topics, sharing our content, or providing financial support. We look forward to a long career in podcasting with your added assistance. Montana Voices Podcast, episode 44. Is that what we're up to, Bryce? 44! Get I don't on. know. I can't count that high number. And uh, you can probably already hear that we have a guest with us, uh, local Great Falls extraordinaire Chris Fleming, who I met, geez, well over a decade ago when we back when we both did. Has it really been that IT. long? It's been yeah. quite a bit. It's been a while. Dude, I, Chris, <laughs> it's an honor to have you here on episode forty-four. Um, no, well, in thank memory you guys. of forty-four. In, uh, the numbers too bad mean it could have been forty-five. Really. No, you never know. Well, you know, know, 45 is right around the corner, I suppose. So (laughs) who knows? Maybe we'll have another special guest for that. Woo! We will. uh, Either way, it'll be great times. And uh, thank you guys for having me on on there. So it's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you here. And we're not just randomly choosing people that we know to have on the cast. Chris is a, uh, I'd, I'd even call you a local celebrity, Chris. But with big fancy <laughs> things, and he is a uh, a, a local Twitch fan. Like, what do you do on Twitch? Twitch con- Twitch content creator is probably the best way to put it. I don't content creator. Yeah, that's is probably that... the best way to put it because you know, a Twitch wow, so content creator, Twitch. whatever. It's fancy. There isn't even really an official word for what they content for creator. what they call people like me who kind of waste their time on yeah. the internet like that. You're like a... Bill Delphine, right? Oh gosh, yeah. Let's not let's let's not that's a, let's not get me into huge con- trouble here. I'm just saying the content create creation, or right? Ah, uh, yes. Media okay, okay. Yeah. If, you're, if we're it? talking about that, yes, we're talking about like the uh, context of like Bella Delphine, Doctor Disrespect, Ninja, the rest like that. I've just I'm nowhere near as popular, nor are. do I make nearly as much content and or money than they do. Well, yeah. It sounds like you got to get on that OnlyFans platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no uh, man it's kind of funny because uh in the uh content creation space at first uh people or the uh bigger celebrities who uh were the first ones to kind of dabble into that only fan stuff they were routinely mocked for it but um they always tell you to diversify your income streams and they're they're the ones laughing now all the way to the bank tell you what they were mocked a lot I, of them i thought this a was a lot of them feminism well they were something. mocked because you know that you know let's be real a lot of them were female and they were posting they were posting the adult flavor stuff locked behind only fan you know locked behind only fans access and they were making a a uh a recurring monthly revenue from that that uh twitch wasn't going to take away for ad rev or dmca stuff or anything like that nobody was going to touch it so uh, yeah, they're the ones now who have uh, 
very good who have uh, very good recurring revenue streams that is not affected by anything that might be going on in the uh, content creation universe. And I understand that that market is hot right now. The OnlyFans market and the Twitching market. I mean, with nationwide uh, lockdowns well, or whatever, which we'll get. Yeah, to. you it's... get enough subscribers, they start sending you checks. Well, yes, they do. Okay, so if you are in the Twitch, if you're in the Twitch sphere, if you they have, if you if you were to sign up for like a to become a Twitch streamer today, you would not. There is no program by which you would be able to get access to any kind of monet, monetization at all. Unless people were to actually send them through through like direct link donations through your Streamlabs or other third party servicers, but after a while, after you show that you have a, you can get a certain number of followers, you show you have a consistent schedule. Um, they they allow Twitch will allow you to apply for the affiliate program, which will let which if you're accepted, then people can subscribe to your channel for five bucks a month. And uh, that, and then they also uh, viewers also get the ability to send money directly through Twitch in the form of a currency they call bits, and you and uh, you get bits. a portion of those after Twitch get, takes their the, cut of that. Jim's into the bits, aren't you, Jim? Uh, not those bits. Uh, this is actually the first I've heard of those bits. Um, but <laughs> those bits, yeah. Twitch is owned by Amazon or an Amazon company now, though, right? Yes, uh, Twitch is owned by by the Bezos Empire. Oh, well, I, for one, welcome our new digital overlords. It's, I don't know. I still haven't gotten an around. Amazon Prime account. I usually just, I mean, what? maybe this is worse, but uh, I usually just make sure my Amazon orders when I get them are, you know, above that $25 uh, mark, and then, you know, I get free shipping on everything in there. And then I just got to make sure I go in and uh, check the uh, whenever free shipping. Thing. Yeah. It works out. Yeah, and then um, you know the stuff that's on Amazon Prime. I just don't watch. That's all right. <laughs> it's okay. I I agree with you. I have not watched a single video that I could uh, I technically know, have access to through Amazon. The uh, Montana Voices podcast team has access to you know quite a lot of other media, and I'd say we stay pretty satisfied. There's yeah. too much to watch as it is. That's yeah. for sure. But if if, Do you feel overwhelmed by this, Jim? Like, but uh, that's one thing I was going to ask you, Jim. Is uh, you know, how, how are things on on your front there with the uh, re- resettlement? Uh, the resettlement? Uh, which resettlement specifically? Uh, your uh, r- your move. Oh, my move! I live in a different, much more Montana county. You don't get much more Montana exactly. than uh, than uh, Mineral County. In, in in fact, there is a uh, a recreation area that we've been to a few times and the sign is uh is graffitied and it says crick the proper pronunciation like c-r-i-c-k they've vandalized it that way so so just so you know where you're at yeah it's funny that we uh talk about pronunciations there because you know you can't talk about that without thinking about mar county of course um meager i was just meager god someone's about to take you out back there Driving. You know, it's, you are not, Jim, you're I, not I got far one for you. Funny as is right now. I got one for you. I was recently on a road trip and I, along the, or I was driving along the interstate and I saw a road sign. And I swear to God, this is what it said. She's a butte. Of course. And it was, and it was an advertisement for butte Montana. And I'm like, 
Wow. If you don't know how to properly pronounce that, the, you, that sign is going to make no sense at all. No, it's a Simpsons from the Simpsons. Was it? Literally. Wow. Okay. I did not know that. Of course, that. the Simpsons did it first. Yeah. But as if Butte needs any advertising. No, I it guess was straight it up. It was at the very beginning. I forget which episode it was. It was one of the earlier seasons, but Homer's watching the Miss America pageant. And when Miss Montana comes up, uh, he says, oh, look, it's a Butte from Butte. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so that's where well, the it, joke comes from. If it's a Simpsons reference, you of all people, Bryce, are going to know it. So I'm going to take your word and just take I, the L on I this mean, one. I, not really. I'm the <laughs> ones from the earlier seasons, anything like past season 10, it gets very foggy, you know? Yeah. And yeah, because you still want to watch them all. That, Simpsons has been on more, for 20 years. 25? It's one more. Over 25, right? Um, No. It's been over that because it started in the 80s. Uh, a good while. Yeah, so it's got to be. So, yeah, so we're talking over 30 no years. <laughs> Oof. Well, I yeah, uh, watched yeah, it when okay. it was good, but uh, I think Homer Simpson became closer to that uh, that other one, the family guy. That's, uh, I don't know, a, as an adult, it's no longer Peter as Griffin. funny but or as funny at all, in my opinion. But yeah. It's got the same appeal there, you know. The early seasons were funny because they were original and they had a new approach to comedy that we hadn't seen and we enjoyed. But mm-hmm. it got old and they just kept doing the repetitive stuff and standing in weird stuff that people didn't like, you know. Yeah. So, but as is, uh, that's one of the things that Montana Voices Podcast has access to is Disney Plus and uh, The Simpsons is on. The list to watch. Everything is a subscription. Just, everything. You know, exactly. It, not a lot of people take know this. Not a lot of people know this, but actually on Twitch, you can actually do now what they call watch parties. Have you heard of that? Oh, everything. Everybody's doing that. Uh, you can do that on Disney Plus now. You can do that on Hulu well, if you play for no well, ads. It, it's specifically, it on though. Plex as well. Yeah, the idea, though, on Twitch is that if is is that if the Twitch streamer has access to Amazon Prime. They have access to the Amazon movie list. So what they can do is they can basically, they stream just their camera to, basically they start a stream. They just stream their camera feed to their channel. They play the video and then members of the audience can actually watch or so, or so then the members of the audience who stop by your channel can actually watch those same videos as well as you are while you're watching them, while you're watching them from your PC and just kind of live streaming your reaction to them. What so they have on there like a lot of the Star Trek stuff. They have some eighty, a lot of eighty movies, eighties movies, horror stuff on there. Pretty crazy. I, are they paying you? No, no, not at all. Are you kidding me? I make. Saying, a, are you kidding me? I re, I have maybe been, a lot of features I have, about Amazon. I have and, been uh, maybe I have been maybe paid three times in my life by Twitch. Maybe three times. That's it. And do they pay you in bits? Is it a coupon? Um, no, it, no. They actually it's, a, it's an actual um, it, it's an actual direct deposit. Well, Jim, that's... I'm thinking maybe we should have done our homework here a little bit first on the financial <laughs> side of things. Uh, ooh, I didn't know we were uh, bringing a corporate shill on tonight. <laughs> oh yes, yes, please, and, yes, please, Almighty Bezos, uh, make my quest to appear at my. I'm door just saying after. this place is operated. Um, you know, zero uh, overhead cost. We we flex that hard. 
Yeah, all open source. Flex it, man. Flex it. Absolutely. Be proud of it, man. Well, let's get uh, back to Montana now that we've uh, done their introductions here. Uh, I guess we'll start with the red tsunami, I'll call it, in Montana. Pretty much entirely down the board for everything is um, Republican candidates that got elected. And uh, that includes Jeremy Trebus, who we had on the show uh, back when he was... Was that still in the primary season? So long ago. It was uh, a while back there. Congratulations, Jeremy. I like to think that you coming on our show had something to do with you winning. <laughs> he got that exposure. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to say that as well, but uh, somebody else we had on the show did not get elected. Uh, much to our disappointment, Jasmine Taylor is uh, not the House representative uh, for her region at the moment, which is uh, too bad. Great, great guest to have on. That was uh, one of my favorites, I think. Yeah, no, that... We- we got a lot out of that one, I'd say. It was a very thought-provoking cast. Um, you know, I learned a lot just you know, sitting there and talking to her there for that what, what was in an hour we were, that one was. Oh, geez. We, wow. we were recording for two hours or so, I think. But, yeah, read down the board pretty much. I think there's only like, and of course they're going to be in Minzula and Bozeman, respectively. There's only a handful of Democrats that got in. More on that in a second. But... The Montana voter count—it's the official count, but not the certified count. Is that right, Chris? Yeah, that would be the correct term. Well, in, in Montana, there's no contestion on the subject, so we we know how it's go- and we know how it's going to go on the federal level. But part of the thing we do is education, so the federal election is over, but not technically over. Somebody needs to sign cross some T's or something. Yeah, so basically what has to happen at this point in time is that there's this intervening period between the general election and I believe the I believe the term was called the the fail-safe date. It I believe is December 7th, right around that time frame. That is the time frame by which the individual states have to certify their elections and appoint their delegates for the electoral college. Because hmm. I believe that they meet on December 14th and then after that that's when that's when the electoral college meets and then they do their voting. And then in January, the house of representatives reviews that vote and declare and declares uh, the winner of that, the next president of the United States. Who just so, cause it's hard to bring that up without getting accused of shilling for the right, which I, I don't think uh, two thirds of this cast would do at the moment. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we're just being factual and explaining the process, right? Uh, I will have to Google it real quick, or maybe it's a task for one of you. Uh, cause I believe electoral votes usually go for the winner of the popular vote in that state, but I do not believe Montana the, has a restriction on that. The States, uh, the States essentially decide how their electors are going to vote. So the popular, so essentially the popular vote, or Mon, let's just take Montana as an example. Montana overwhelmingly voted for Trump. So at, so this, so our state legislature is going to certify that tally. Cause again, right now it's not be, it's not being contested. So it's not going to get tied up in litigation. So I believe that they are going to, I don't know the exact date, but probably here in the next couple Wait of weeks. Wait a second. The you mean to will, tell me that the, Democratic Party of Montana isn't uh, crying wolf here. That, uh, hey, I, they're uh, welcome to do it. Absolutely. That's you see that this is something that not a lot of people understand. And I've I'm sorry if I'm going to 
jump in a little bit here, but I've been watching a lot of lawyers talk on YouTube right now. In fact, I really ought to unplug and go back oh, to watching go. gameplay videos. But um, the but basically the idea we're like right now, the period between certification and when the gen and the general election happened is kind of that area of time for any party or any or any political party or any individual party that wants to contest any portion of the of the election, they can do it. This is the time to do it. The um, the idea is, or so that way, there's time for it to work through the courts uh, and still allow for certification. So, I mean, if the Democrat, if the Democrat Party of, of the state of Montana wants to, by all means, I mean, let them do it. That's that's perfectly within their right to do. I don't think anybody is making that cry in Montana at the moment. Uh, it sounds like uh, at least Montana Democrats are a bit better at accepting their loss than, say, national Republicans. You know, I I just like to think that Montana in general is a place that likes numbers. Okay. Uh, for instance, I was just in Oregon, as we were talking about before we hit the record button. How many and, Antifa did um, you see? How many? Over I, there. I need numbers. What? How, how Antifa? many Antifa? Oh, Antifa. Didn't bring that up. Antifa sightings. Bilch. Gee, well, they all went in the white vans to Montana. They were either in the woods, um, you know, training high up in the hills. Outside really of Garnet Ghost Town, up. if you recall. It's very, like, lackluster, you know. I just In Montana, you feel like you're going to die if uh, you get stuck. But over there, it's like, ah, that is... I'm going to be a little winded after I'm done climbing that one. Yeah. No, I mean you guys make a you guys make a, a point there about the, on the national side there. The what I, what, what I, I was I getting at with numbers. Okay, there. Go ahead. Is, uh, ahead. There's speed limits, Jim. <laughs> fifty-five. Fifty-five in Oregon? <laughs> is it really? All two lanes. Any two lane there is fifty-five, and the freeway is sixty-five. Jeez. On the interstate. Wow. Uh, you That's know, savage. In Montana, two lanes seventy. Interstate eighty suggested you know? seventy. Uh, suggested. Like, I was going to say, like, man, uh, I, I just feel like Montana likes putting up numbers. We like sticking to numbers, and uh, so yeah, I think overall you're going to have a group that's going to see a, a vote count come out there and say, yeah, this is uh, they won. You know, well, they won. Whatever. Let's back so, up to but, our electors yeah. here. Um, Montana electors, or the uh, Electoral College in Montana, our folks, uh, four of them, right? We have four uh, electoral three. votes. Yep, four of them. No, is it three? It's three or four. Did we lose one? We should... No. I always thought we had. Hold on. The Montana uh, electoral see, votes. Uh, three. Wow. Three. I thought we had four. In 2016, Crazy. we had four. Uh, all that preaching I just did about Montanans loving numbers, and you guys go and fuck it up. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm I'm going to try not to disappoint. So anyway. in Montana, those electors follow the popular vote typically, but there is, despite recent calls for that to change at state and national levels, um, they don't necessarily have to. There's something called a no faith elector. Say if they um um the uh, Reading through the Constitution, uh, I believe the idea was to prevent tyranny if there was ever a candidate who was 
going to be a king, that the Electoral College would be smarter than the general voter and be able to not vote as they did. I see. Stopgap. Yeah, uh, one of the, well, sort of know, a last stopgap. the case here. That's why we're a republic, not a dem- democratic republic, not necessarily a democracy. We're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Tossing those terms around. Either way, these, um, you know, I have been told quite a bit before this election had happened that, you know, this electoral college thing, if uh, we get rid of the system, we lose our voices here. Those three people are our voices, Jim. They count as your voice and my voice. That, I'm not you know, sure. And now I was that looking it voices up. as a collective, 200 and 92 or 290 of those voices from what i'm seeing here uh have listed under for joe biden and 232 of those voices are listed for donald trump then uh uh joe jorgensen got uh, zero How, was it zero? howie hawkins who's, who's howie hawkins? <laughs> what See the... jim did you know about this guy wait Whoa, what, is this somebody in montana no, the Green Party. Oh, is this the uh, Green Party candidate? Oh, yeah, this guy was a Marine. Wow. Maybe he should have been oh, on the from podcast. Cal- from San Francisco. I oh. bet you him and Danes. Oh. Him and Danes probably got along. Danes got elected. Gianforte elected. The, it's just red all Gianforte the way. Gianforte from San Diego. Sandy. Well, we talked about this on the cast before. I mean, Kathleen Williams was from Berkeley, Berkeley, and was seemingly getting a pass from the left on that. I know. You know how I found out that she was from Berkeley? Hmm. Or from, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was from Berkeley, because Berkeley's California, right? Yeah. Yeah. I found out that Kathleen Williams is from California because I saw a uh, flyer come in, Republican flyer, like the GOP of Montana, I think it was. But uh, he was saying, you know, don't vote for Kathleen. She's from California. Um, I think is <laughs> what? Not from New Jersey. Well, who should I vote for? From who should I vote for? That's not from California. Oh, that uh, reminds me. Oh, <laughs> we missed this one on previous episodes. But apparently, for the low price of a hundred or hundred fifty bucks or something, you can have Chris Christie send somebody a personal video message. Oh, is he on that? Uh. Speaking of content creation, is he yeah. on Fiverr or uh, something? No, that uh, it's that Gilbert Godfrey's <laughs> will like uh, sing you a happy birthday for eighty bucks or something. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I forget what the Dang. cameo. I think it's dude. Cameo. Well, apparently the Democrats yeah. or somebody uh, at working with the Democrats probably um, paid them to send a personal message to Gene Forte saying, "Well, you might have left New Jersey, but New Jersey never leaves you. Come on home, Greg." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it's funny wow. money well spent he, he, he's uh, our elected official now uh, um re- respect he's from the out office. of state yes is there no republicans that are native montanans that gets me every time i mean well maybe they're afraid to stand forward um for fear of their uh body bodily in, in Integrity, structural integrity. There. Oh, Greg. They don't the want body. to be thrown to the ground. 
out of all the Republicans in this state, which apparently is the majority of people, over 50%, going on this, well, actually just about any election in the last decade or so, there's no shortage of Republicans to choose from, but yet we're left with the uh, New Jersey and California folks. Money talks, man. Yep, money talks. Rosendale's that, in. That's, anyway, let's. That's, uh, that's the, the you know just kind of. I'll be honest. I, I I'm taught. I'm speaking to somebody here who honestly just stayed out of a lot of what was going on here the last couple of months. I mean, anytime I got any kind of a flyer outside of my ballot and the Montana voter guide, I, it just went right in the trash. I paid attention to none of it. But my daughter, or as we tried to block as many of the ads on YouTube and everything that we could, right? You know, because it, it was just like every ad break on YouTube and any other streaming service out there was political advertisement there. I'd go wander into a doctor's office. They play radio and it's just political advertisements one way or another. There was just so much noise in there that honestly, I just shut all of it off. I didn't care. Almost as if it was important for you to vote. Maybe. Hated mindset. Well, maybe, but to be blunt, all these advertisements, in my opinion, are primarily spin. And on and from my from my perspective, and again, maybe it's a maybe it's an ill-informed perspective, but as somebody who's just trying to work, trying to work and feed his family with my day job and, uh, you know, find find some time when I can for content creation at night. Uh, a lot of it there. I I mean, am I really going to get informed? Am I really going to get am I really going to get unvarnished truth? from a political advertisement or am I going to find it better by, by doing searches on my own? That that's my, uh, I like doing your own research. Yeah. By doing my own research. Uh, well, no, I think you should definitely be listening to sources on the left and the right. Because yeah, I agree. Tell you things. Like Montana but voices podcast where me and Bryce will surely disagree a lot of the time. Yeah. I, I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to disagree with both of you guys on some things here as well. But uh, yeah, but like but, I said, I mean, you could yell at I mean, yell at me for for, quote unquote, not being an, an informed voter for not listening to political advertisements. Fine. I, I'm guilty of that. I know I'm not the only one. So I'm sure I, I'm sure I won't be lonely in, in myself when when I'm eventually when I'm eventually brought up on charges of not paying attention to the election. But um, I don't I, think I just, that I think they're going to think they're going to. I, 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 I'm, I'm speaking in jest here. Speaking in jest. Gonna, here, but aren't they coming for your guns next? Uh, well, I don't know. Let, let's. It's. It's gonna be interesting. Have you seen Joe Biden's gun plan? Uh, I don't know. Does it include uh, banning more stocks? Uh, uh, not the stocks. Online gun sales no are stocks. out. Um, so he says. Of course, nothing is being done at this point because he needs to get in the office next month to do anything. So yeah, I I both sides make a lot of promises. I want to see what they're actually going to get done, or well, what they're actually going to, what they're actually going to go for, and what their what you mean both and, sides. what their actions. Um, <laughs> Trump promised a lot. He promised a lot yeah. to the right. Promises I mean, kept. Did, did remember? we not remember promises in twenty sixteen? Lock her up. That never happened. Yeah. A lot of things Isn't never he... happened. Are we saying it is if? I'm just saying the mindset we have here is that uh, Trump is has lost the election. Correct. The, uh, you're right. This that 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 assumes that 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 Trump's long shots don't work, 
and Joe Biden is eventually sworn in as our 46th president. But I've always felt, and from what I've just from what I've seen lately, I just feel like the election of Joe Biden is a return to the DC establishment, and the DC establishment has is just content to or has their own little agenda that primarily doesn't have a lot to do with those of us out here. It's about making money overseas. That's my opinion. That Latin for deep state. Uh, deep state. Speaking yeah, sure. of uh, deep state. Sure. Under the pressure of uh, certain family and such. Military I, industrial complex. 44. It's yeah, a real thing. We'll, oh. we'll call this uh, not available on Spotify. Or did we already have an episode like that, Bryce? <laughs> not available on Spotify. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. They had Alex Jones on um, Mr. Rogan's podcast. That's exactly what I was getting to. Because under immense pressure from several people told me, I, uh, oh, it'll open up your eyes. They fact checked him in real time. You need to listen to this thing. I actually installed Spotify, listened to this three and a half hours. Uh, only the first two hours are good. Um, Alex Jones is drinking the Why whole time. Why did you do that? When? Uh, Jim. So no, um, you don't need it on Spotify. He's still on YouTube. Yeah, he was on, it was on YouTube. Not only no, that, Al, just this last week, Alex Jones was on the uh, TimCast IRL podcast as well, too. A lot of the same the, stuff um, happened there, too. Getting more exposure. No, the, uh, the Google Podcast uh, app as well, Jim. Uh, he's still on there. I'm not sure when he's going to get. Oh, he was supposed. He is supposed Whatever. to be done with YouTube by the end of the year, as I recall. His Joe Rogan's contract, because this actually Joe Rogan's uh, deal with Spotify made a lot of waves in the uh, in the online creation verse. You might might not think that that it would because it's YouTube and Twitch, but there are a lot of podcasts uh, that that well, are posted to YouTube and Twitch, and so everybody sees. You sees you well, of course you don't follow him or whatever. But um but yeah, no, Rogan it, it was a very big deal because um Rogan basically made the bag, as we as we say. He, he got his bag, he's gone over to Spotify, and even if it would shut him down, I, he's probably still gonna have enough money to retire and just live in Texas on. No yeah, matter he, what he uh, wants left to do. California. So did yeah, Ben did. Shapiro. Yeah. What? Did you hear about Ben Shapiro? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did hear about Ben Shapiro leaving leaving California, too. They're all going to Texas. And I've been to both states. I mean, as far as things that are interesting, I don't know. I think California is nicer. Uh, granted, I've never paid Californian taxes, but <laughs> that's... <laughs> Uh, I've I've only been I've only been to Texas to once once with you, Jim. And uh yeah, I I think I think I had enough adventure there for for another for another couple of years. Oh disgusting. Uh, The Texas trip. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I am never I am never gonna forget that trip. I don't I don't we don't have to talk about it today, but man, that trip, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, wild time. (laughs) Six point two five percent tax rate though. <laughs> that's a that's a good number, okay. and uh, living in uh, Mineral County, no, my taxes uh, are about half of what they would be in Missoula County. So, it's kind of Indeed, taxation. I'm just saying, when you when you go to buy things from the store, Jim, this is uh, this is me buying oh, uh, sales tax. Potato, this is me. This is me getting potato lays. Okay? Yes. Well, you can't get them there because they don't sell them in Texas. But uh, if I was getting what? the equivalent of potato lays. There, I'd be getting taxed like this. 
Oh man! So God forbid that our red uh, new overlords here in Montana—they're uh, just trying to sling some, some mud and fear. Um, but none of the candidates—I mean, uh, who was it? Was it Ro- was it Rosendale or Gianforte that maybe suggested a um, sales tax? Not, yeah, not a sales Everyone tax. Slipped out like a oh, uh, sounded pretty sales tourism taxy. tax. A tourism tax. Yeah, and everyone said, "Whoa, uh, that's pretty close to just a uh, taxi tax." Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. So that idea won't float, but they're still trying to uh, villainize him. The right by tread saying. on us. It sounds like a little bit. Well, I guess we will get it all from uh, property taxes. We've been taxed is, enough already. Yeah, taxed enough already. Uh, was that T? Oh, the T. <laughs> Never mind. All right, uh, well, back to, uh, we're back in Montana. So uh, moving on to, uh, I guess since I'm with two uh, native Great Fallsians, uh, we might as well uh, get into some Great Falls news. You're getting okay, a swimming about, pool. Uh, is it about Great Falls cronyism? Uh, yes, we're getting that. <laughs> <laughs> hit me, hit me, let's go. All right. There, huh? We so have followed. Change is coming. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I love, I love me some change. Uh, Got me some change. We we ought to have missed the change candidate. I don't know on the cast, but it, it's going to be difficult to do with how much uh, uh, shit talking we've done on him so far. So, uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, well, we had an episode where we uh, talked about the E City Beat, not to be confused with uh, that other one that oh, actually does not, news. Uh, this isn't written by uh, ECB staff, though. This is just no. It's at least a... the, the Great Falls cronyism. This is by uh, somebody else. Uh, Phil Fascienda, the owner of ECB, the uh, partial employer of our Great Falls City candidate, commi- uh, the city commissioner uh, RT, um, recently about the pool, is upset that he didn't get an offer or a bid or anything for his architecture firm to um, be the contractor for this new swimming pool that you guys are getting. Well, let's be let's be specific firm. here because details are specific. It's not just a swimming pool. It's a rec center. Uh, excuse uh, I just call it the swimming pool. It's a whole rec center. Yeah. Apparently they're going to yep. build it on not crappy soil now. <laughs> Very important. So I guess there was a, at the old natatorium, which is falling apart because the soil's unstable, um, there was a pool there before that fell apart yes. because the soil was unstable. <laughs> yep. So, uh, oh, that's Monty Python. Ah, the first castle sank into the swamp. And then the second. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we, so we got back together, we built another one right on top of it, and then it sank too. But the third one, by golly, the third one stood. Sorry. <laughs> I know. So, so he wrote an article about a, the foot in the door, which doesn't make sense even in the context of the article. Um, uh, but I've got mm-hmm. to use the term "good old boys club" too many times. So he was upset that he uh, wasn't the chosen architect for this job, which is uh, weird to use your okay. own publication. Uh, or not really weird. We had an episode of back where we. You know, darn near accuse them of electioneering for Rick Tryon, which I honestly believe they were and and still are. So Phil Fassienda's an architect? Uh, yes, he's an architect. Oh. It's been a while. We covered that. this, Bryce. I didn't realize he was an architect. Like, what 
buildings did he make? Uh, I, uh, to do anything in Great Falls, you need a, the city planner to sign off on. And this includes residential construction, and although everybody does it without it, you need to have your plans approved by the city and the city board, and an architect needs to sign off on it as well. Speaking of cronyism, that sounds like cronyism to uh, enforce your, your own things. And we did discuss it a while back how the Dairy Queen over in Fox Farm wanted to put up basically a gated structure to obscure the view to their dumpsters from the drive-thru. Right now when you drive through there, you get a clear view of their dumpsters. Not appealing. But the, uh, the city planner well, yeah. wouldn't sign off on it for whatever reason because there was concern about how the LED lights were going to affect the street. What? This was years ago, years ago, and I'm, okay. I'm speaking all from memory. This is not, but still today, you can see the Dairy Queen dumpsters. I think maybe there was more concern about it just being an enclosed area, more so than the LED lights, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it seems like Lola got her way through on that, though. Uh, and that, that helped, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure she'll figure that, it out. Uh, they will, and uh, yeah. Tell a couple more blizzards. <laughs> So that is uh, Great Falls, and it, it only commercial and industrial things get this sort of scrutiny. It, technically, for residential stuff, you have to go through the same process. So if you want to renovate your house at all, including internal structures, you have to go through this process, but that's generally yep. not enforced. Yep. There are elements of my family have had to deal with the city on that, that kind of stuff. Those are, those are interesting times. So that's why we have a bunch of architects around. Who um, yeah. apparently have lots of free time to make uh, pseudo news opinion organizations. Yeah. Anywho, uh, I was in talks with uh, Mr. Rick Trine some some time ago about being on, but uh, just it seemed like a lot of effort. I'd have to go to Great Falls, and uh, I'm generally against that. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> oh, I have come the on choice. now, man. Come on, man. You could always come by and see us again here. Come on. Uh, I, I would love to see you guys. Great people. Not such a great town, and part of it is this good old boys club, of which uh, Mr. Phil and Mr. Rick are definitely uh, spearheading and are a part of. I haven't really seen anybody lately, though, so like, I think you're fine not coming. Like, It's <laughs> going to be potentially an upspike in diseases and such as well. You should stick to the house oh. for now. We can do video calls and such. We can, uh, you know, connect via packet, and we'll be all right. Nice segue, Bryce, because that is next on the list here, talking about Bullock and lockdowns and how he appears to not care anymore. At all. Uh, I'm just going to say it seems really weird. Well, he, I, I, I don't understand. Seem weird? He's out the door. He doesn't give a shit. Well, He's well even, befo- even before the election, though, you got you got counties like Cascade, which we're seeing uh, pretty sev- which we're starting to see a severe uptick in confirmed COVID infections. As the winter was coming on, and yeah, it and just it, it decline in revenue. Oh, we yeah, are I, close to yeah. sixteen hundred new cases daily now. We get new oh, all time records in Montana. Bank, bank, bro. Bank, we're making Wait, what? It's why we reopened. To make we went back to work. We gotta make money. Like we weren't well, making any money. Well, we were, and it doesn't we make. Well, yeah, you shut, down, you shut down all your businesses. Nobody's paying taxes. Exactly. That's why they reopened. 
No, we'll just get a bigger Walmart out of this. You need a third Walmart over there. And then the... Oh, next thing you know, the Walmart's going to shut down, and then the United Nations shows up. Actually, no, it was funny, because I think it was the Walmart on 10th that actually got in trouble for not enforcing mask mandates, if I remember right. I think I remember seeing an article about that. Uh, No, it was the deli out in Vaughn. No, the, the, the deli in Vaughn was one of them. The wall, the Walmart was also another one that was cited by by the health department. You can get cited by the health department. They've shut down two, or no, was it two or three? Th- two or three bars here in Missoula for the same thing, oh. Um, oh, yeah. and they're all owned also, by the same the, guy. Uh, schools are shut down until like after Thanksgiving. Yeah, until yeah, at least the thirtieth. I I've I've actually done a little bit of. Uh, talking around about that there and the the word on the street is is that there's not that the schools didn't want to close it's that they don't have enough uh substitutes to cover right now with uh because a lot of their, oh, no, no no the thing okay yes people do die from covid but the 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 thing is is that how, how do i put this how do i put this the death rate really isn't going. The death rate isn't going up per se. The problem is, is that people who get COVID, and th- this is where I disagree with a lot of, with a lot of uh, people on on uh, on the right side of the aisle of things. There, I think there's, I, I think there's truth kind of in the middle of this whole COVID thing. It is absolutely a real disease. Um, I've seen it. I've I've had. There are people that I know that have that have gone through it. Um, the and for the vast majority of people who who get exposed to it, they're probably they're not nothing's ever going to happen to them. But that's not everybody. And the thing that I've always I've always just kind of kept in mind in the beginning is is that if you is that if you are one of those unfortunate people that's going to develop symptoms, you're going to be on your ass for a while. You're going to be hurting. Well, you're, not just and, symptoms. Uh, just so we're uh, you know pretty clear here, as someone who's uh, very near family just died this week from the virus of an otherwise healthy I'm so person. sorry, man. And people that I went to college with that uh, uh, natives are very, uh, they, Browning was getting the worst of it for a long time. I think they've reopened recently, although that means nothing because they didn't enforce it as we discussed on a different yeah. cast. They, yeah, and, and don't, don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that these things don't happen. We're, we're talking about a 35 year old teacher that runs marathons yeah. dead. That, I went to school. With. Yeah, and so and it is, I, and I'm not a grim. I'm not advocating either way. They're, they're, the point that I'm getting at is is that the people who are who are symptomatic of this, they they tend to have the symptoms for a super long time. It just take if you're going to get over it, it <laughs> takes a while to get over it, and that's that's really the source of a lot of the uh, hospital capacity issues right now. Is just there are it's just it takes a while. For people who require and that, who require that level of hospitalization to be at the point where they don't need it anymore. Not to mention the linger. Um, everyone um, that I know who has had the virus at some point has said, even even as long as six months ago when they got it, that they are still having weird effects. Uh, a lot of it mental, a lot of it fatigue, where they just have a fog in their head. So mm-hmm. uh, for them, that has never gone away. Right. Anywho, um, I understand uh, our hospitals are sending grandmas on their way. Sorry, go die at home. I read that in an article in some publication. Or yeah, I I heard on a somebody uh, sent that to me, and I and I about put I about put my phone through a through a pillar. Whoever those two dudes are on conservative radio in the morning, 
uh, the two, uh, you know, they, they go back and forth, kind of like we do, but they're just really chitty-chatty. Uh, anyways, you know, they brought up the death rate, and they talked about, you know, I think the death rate at the time was like 15%, and they asked if they were okay with that, and they said, you know what, I'm all right with that. I'm okay with 15% death rate. Never mind. No, the, the, the last that, that I heard that, because, okay, so like oh, a few no, months this ago... Is, this is several months ago, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's only no, gone the, up. Like the, said, the last, the last that I heard was that, and, and I'm going to quote the 6% thing here, but let me finish my thought. Because there, because actually, I didn't even know this until I, you know, you talk about doing your research. Well, I did my research. Um, I There was a, uh, th there was a big news a while ago that the debt, that the fatality rate of COVID was like something like 6%. And a lot of people were jumping up and down, like saying, well, see, it's, it's not that, it's not that bad. And I said, and I, and once I listened to, a, once I did some listening and reading, I found that it's actually very rare for COVID to be listed as the sole cause of death on a death certificate. It's usually some other form of complication, or it's like some other cause of death complicated by COVID is usually what it is. It's very, yeah. the fact that you know, you know, COVID, it, yeah. it's funny because the, you know, when you get AIDS, it's not the AIDS that kills you Correct. either in the, in, the, in the same regard, but yet we still uh, look back at the AIDS epidemic and uh, you know, it, you know, we don't, we don't look at it in the same way of defense of, I mean, do we Jim? I, that's just what I feel like this is. We solved AIDS. No longer a deal. Very Magic reminiscent. Johnson is still alive. Very it, it's fine. Um, <laughs> But so moving back to uh, certain politicians, Great Falls politicians making a statement that uh, hospitals were going to turn away your grandma and tell her to die at home. That statement is absolutely false. And I, I quite honestly, if somebody is going to make a statement like that, they better they better provide evidence because all that that's going to do is just spread fear and panic, even if it is true. If it if it's not true, it is massively irresponsible for somebody to say that a hospital is going to turn away somebody who absolutely needs the treatment. That is that is wrong, well, and it's just people, it's not some, true. Some, some people are just in, that. into that kind of thing. Uh, well, you know, fear monger. Well, in in I. Well, it's what got uh, Trump the, elected. I, no, it was it, the Mexicans. It, Remember Mexicans and crime and Antifa. Hold on, in the hold, hold on, Jim. I want to I want to talk about this because. Because I see this, I, I see this, I see this a lot in the online space. And what I'm talking about is that there is this there. It's very easy for people who are wrapped up in online personality in in uh, or basically let's call it the cult of personality, if you will. Right. So it's it's very it, it, it's very, very, very prominent in the YouTube Twitch space and everything like that, but but the same problems that you have in there also apply to, say, irresponsible statements like that, where somebody tells you that something is so so bad, right? They tell you, well, if if we're you know our hospitals are so at capacity that we're at that we're at the point of turning people away to go with a pill and go home and die, that it, I mean, just on the face of that, that is so wrong. We already have a populace here that is already very very nervous, right? Me, I'm kind of on the, I, I'm kind of on, I, I still go out, I go exercise. 
I wash my hands, I keep my mask on, and I'm just kind of of the opinion that if I get it, I get it. There's really not much what I'm going to do because virus is going to virus. But um, if the if bringing that back around, it, it's like if somebody is going to tell me that that if I get sick, that I'm going to get turned away. That could you got people like right now who are so used to being able to go out and not wear a mask and be and be told it's okay to go to your to your family for the holidays and everything like that. And now all of a sudden, this person that we're supposed to kind of trust and not, you know, at least on the surface to give them a little bit of credibility to say, hey, this is one of our leaders. They're not going to lie, quote unquote, they're not going to lie to us, right? Biggest joke in the world, right? But it's kind of it, that's kind of the the uh, platform that we give them, that's the level of responsibility that they have. And if this person is saying, if they're saying, well, I'm hearing from this third source that we're, that our hospitals are so at capacity. We're at the point of giving people or that we're, we're at the, kind of at the point of where we're going to just give people pills and send them home. Are, are you kidding me? You've already got a people, you already got people who are already so on edge because life is so twisted around right now that, they're, in my opinion, they're going to be a lot more susceptible to reading news like that because it feeds into fear and paranoia. It it gra- it, it it latches onto that very negative portion of our mind that we're already feeling. A lot of us are feeling right now, and it when you get when you latch onto somebody like that, when you latch when you get somebody to latch onto you like that, it is very hard to break that because then all of a sudden. People like that become like your only source for information. Like, oh no, oh no, what's going to break next? Please tell us. Are, are we, are, are, is the capacity going down? Are we at that point? You know, are we at that point where we're going to panic? I, I'm sorry. I see a lot of that online. And now that I see that, it, that it's happening out here, I'm like, I'm, are you, if to me, if, if this is really the case, I'll be bluntly honest with you that we would be seeing a lot more. There have been news conferences on a regular basis, statements made to the public regarding our capacity. Um, our hospitals are very open right now with the with our current bed space, where we're at, where we think we're going, that sort of thing. And this statement out of nowhere is just so, so irresponsible in a time where really a lot of people, I feel, are waiting for that sign that like, hey, okay, we crested the hill. Are, are we at that? Are we at that point? Where we're right, where we're ready to, where life is going to slowly start getting back to normal, or are we literally in the dark times here now? And I, I feel like without evidence, without something concrete to back that up, it is massively irresponsible to have somebody do that. Well, we're stoking flames. We're we've got to be the center of attention always. Yes. So yeah. Absolutely. Well, some people, some people are, some people are into that kind of thing. Uh, what else were we going to talk about? Sorry, I, I know I dominated the, the soapbox there for a while there. I'm, no, I'm sorry, we're guys. just giving that person a big platform there, and, like, I'm trying to minimize it. So, uh... Back to Bullock, how Bullock let us down. Yeah. Like I said, not uh, all of us might agree I mean, on that, on this one. But So, like, well, okay, so how did he let us down? L- lay the case for me there, Jamie. Well, first of all, we weren't necessarily as quick as we should have been to shut down. We could have had a actual real shutdown of the state, but instead, we had to slowly reopen to get those tourism dollars, which is part environmentalism. I think the state shouldn't be solely reliant on tourism for its, you know, tax coffers. So we opened yeah, up we tourism. we should be able to rely on oil. Coal. 
Anyway, <laughs> another subject. The <laughs> war on coal. <laughs> it's, and Christmas. Uh, that, that'll be a future episode, maybe. Or did, we did one last year, didn't war we? War on Christmas. Uh, we're, well, no, no, we can't. We should do the war on Thanksgiving. Some people are trying to bypass Christmas. And I feel like, you know, maybe there's just hard stances being taken of like, you know, we can't uh, overtake the giving of thanks. Well, you, you, <laughs> anywho, so that and... Don't put up the tree until you eat the bird. And it feels like since lockdowns in Montana were somewhat unpopular, and there's obviously we're a red state, and it feels like Republicans lean towards... At first it was, this isn't really a thing, we don't need to do anything, it's about control or whatever, masks don't work, and that whole spiel, um, which... But it feels like he was one caving of those by essentially entirely reopening, sending an arbitrary limit of four cases per county, then you have to go into a kind of a pseudo lockdown of no large groups and you have to wear masks indoors and stuff. So that didn't make a whole lot of sense because we, I mean, places like Missoula, a single family getting an infection is more than four. Different yeah. in other counties, not taken in, in account county populations. Also the fact that we had to reopen up for our tourism season, which brought the virus here. I mean, we're a long way from China. The virus was brought here specifically by tourists because when you saw the early outbreaks, they were in popular tourist places. You had it popping up in Yellowstone. You had it popping up in Bozeman as people came to their third house, their third wasn't vacation. One of the, wasn't one of the early cases this year because uh, before the before the lockdowns came, it was actually came in at a law enforcement conference. I think I remember, remember hearing about that. I don't go blaming the cops now. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. 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 I didn't. I didn't mean to offend the blue there. My bad. Um, but I, I guess the. I guess the real thing that we got to ask ourselves is, what is the point of a lockdown? What's What's it supposed to do? To limit the exposure to people of the virus. I mean, one virus is going to virus, but if you stop, see, it's impossible to stop, is what we've discovered. But yeah. if you prevent it from spreading, you could not overwhelm your local healthcare system. Yeah. Now, and the point that I, and again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into the nuances here, but I'm just going to say that the, the points of the, the point of the lockdown was to quote unquote, slow the spread because they, they were seen in the, in Europe that a lot of people were getting very sick, very fast. And it was absolutely overwhelming the healthcare. That's absolutely true. Well, it's a, and, uh, also it's a slope. Once you get to the point of, uh, high capacity of healthcare, then your healthcare yeah. professionals start getting sick, thus reducing Correct. the capacity of your healthcare system. Correct. And there and and that story has been playing out here in the county as well. But not um, to the point of setting grandma home to die. Right. It, it's not it, the the thing I, I I really wish when it comes to the lockdowns, the whole idea is like you said, it's to slow the impact that infections have on the ability of our healthcare system right, it's, to properly care for to properly care for those that are sick. It's been to flatten now, the curve. The numbers I think are going yeah. the total numbers are going to end up similar once we come out of all this regardless, but it's to make it so you don't have exponential numbers of people that can no longer get treatment because your healthcare system is overwhelmed, which is right. things that have happened in other places. Right. And and I feel like I feel like that they're both like I feel I feel like this this is gonna be one of those things that we're gonna that we're gonna have to look in order for us to have any kind of clarity, it's we're just gonna have to get through it one way or another. 
um, because you got, like you mentioned before, you have a lot on one side who are saying that, you know, quote unquote, masks, masks are control, masks are this, uh, virus ain't real. Um, and then, you know, you had me where I said virus is going to virus, viruses just get around. Um, and then there's the other side that's, or that I've, or at least from my perspective, the other side says just lock everything down until spring or whatever again. And I feel like, I, I really feel like this, this, this feeds into that whole paranoia thing, right? Now, I really don't think we're at that point where we can say, quote, that bullet, quote unquote, let us down because you, you know, we're not seeing the information that Bullock is seeing. We're seeing what's released publicly. We're not getting the counsel that Bullock is getting. And I, I do, however, I do feel it is appropriate, though, for it to be a county by county decision. Well, he um, left that up to the counties. And you might recall yeah. that that is what Trump, our current president, for one more month, only one more month. And well, I'm getting off the, the subject here, but he did that same thing where he left it up yeah. to the states to figure out. And I think that's a wise idea. Well, uh, I think it's, it, even if it winds up being a thing where all the states basically agree to lockdown, I think that is absolutely an appropriate way to do that because that's that's how well, our government is. They didn't lock that's, down. We, you we're, had we're states 50, like California we're 50, that did. We're 50 states that act as a cooperative. I, I don't feel like, like, because again, in the beginning, like in the be in, in earlier this year, the majority of the cases were uh, were out there on the coasts. Montana really didn't have any cases, so I mean, did our did and the we lockdown that we went through prevent that? Maybe season. Uh, ours didn't. I Maybe. mean, we could have had life as normal inside of Montana if we just closed yeah, our borders until easy. the rest of the country figured it out. Right, and and, and I think there, I I think the. This may be the wrong argument, but this is but this is the major argument that I'm seeing from from the right is, is that if we allow the federal government to mandate it and say you will do this, it does not matter if you have a hundred thousand cases or ten, you are you are required to stay indoors for four to six weeks. That the precedent that that sets is is a very dangerous one that could be exploited by either party later on down the road with any, any future infection. And I think I, I really do. If we're being honest with ourselves and we're, we're looking at this from a legal perspective, I think that, it, I think that is something that does need to be considered. I, so I think, Tr well, I think Trump's argument that, that it, it's a state, it, it's up to the States and then the States delegated down to the counties. That's, I personally have no problem with that at all. Well, they already have that power. Basically, the federal government gets what it wants. Uh, I'm going to go back to the example of our, speaking of loving numbers, Bryce, the reasonable and prudent speed limit, which should come back, by I mean, the way. You guys can do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, it's just <laughs> uh, good luck handling the uh, budget for your highway system next year. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be tough. And another a number of other string polling things that the uh, the federal government can do, specifically over red states like Montana, which historically gets we we send fifty cents out and get back sixty or seventy from the federal government. I think is the number. I mean, it it's it reminds me it's similar to uh, Brexit. There, I mean, yeah, you can leave, but you're now going to lose all those benefits of being in that group of uh you know like collective but all right see you well, later so they they could have done something and 
the thing that uh, well, Biden has a lot of his plan out already. Um, he says nationwide mask mandate. Good luck with that. There's a lot of unhappy Republicans. Up. The thing is, if if Trump had come out early on, I mean, it's Schrodinger's mask. It's either gonna, according to people, it will it's a kill good way you. to put it. it. It will kill you, but it's also it really completely is. ineffective. <laughs> So it, it, re- it really is a great way to put it. So I'll criticize no, him mean, if he had just, I mean, if he was out early on wearing his mask, his supporters, his cult or whatever you want to call him likely would have fallen in line on that. And likely we would have less debt at the moment because of it, because even if it's marginally effective, I, I, it's literally the least we can do. I think, I think that's a very, I, I, I don't think there's any way to prove that argument. I think it's a very irresponsible one to say that to be blunt. Because we could always go back and say, "What if? What if? What, what if we had shut down the? What, what if uh, we just shut everything down for three months? How much less debt would we have? Yeah, or what Probably if we less. had not? Well, yes. <laughs> what if we had not well, allowed I, for, from the virus? But I mean, let's be real. How much? How much damage was done in terms of societal structure around here? How many extra domestic violence calls were out there? How much? How much impact has this had on on families? Right. And and such like that, I, I, it's there is a human cost one way or another, and so to me, so to me, yeah, be, be it's totally- unfortunate that we got hit with the pandemic. It sucks. Yeah, uh, it does. You know, everyone batten down the the hatches and pull yourselves up by your bootstraps, and uh, you know we'll get through this together. Uh huh. Okay. Well, but and, uh, one thing, and- did you, I, Dave Chappelle pointed this out the other night. Uh, one thing that went down, mass shooting. Yeah, he was on Saturday Night Live, as I recall. That's uh, correct. That's true. You keep all the He's white people at home. got a point, though, correct? <laughs> Technically accurate. So I'm I... sorry, I, I hadn't seen it. Okay, but he's got a point. How was the last mass shooting? <laughs> Well, you can't shoot up a school if there's nobody I'm, I'm at not the gonna, school. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch that. That's not really okay. a Montana that, that, that's, problem. That's a whole Why? other can of worms. Because, because, it, because it, how, it, how do you how, how do you define not, a mass shooting? Define a mass shooting. Uh, yeah, let me look it up here. Mass. De- define a sh- de- What is the definition of a mass shooting? Uh, mass shooting is an incident involving multiple victims of gun violence. Define multiple. Uh, you're looking for a number uh, here. Or? Well, no, because the because again, this this gets into the argument of because again, we're we're talking about intangible intangible variables here. This this is this is the whole point, and I'm sorry I went down this road. I'm sure I screwed myself over here, but again, but at at some point in time, you're right. I mean, one way there's no way to know whether anybody has. I guess the greater point that I'm making here is that right now it is impossible to say that anybody has made the right decision right now because this whole thing hasn't been this, this, this situation hasn't been resolved and we haven't really fully assessed everything that's come out, you know, everything that are the results of all of our actions here yet. Well, we're not going to have the hindsight for quite some time, unfortunately, because we've done a somewhat terrible job with this uh, comparatively to other countries. Granted, a lot of other countries uh, failed as well, but Looking at other countries with the same population as Montana, such as Costa Rica, they have single-digit cases, and we are, what, 1,600 today? 
I can't speak to that. Anywho, well, let's, uh, we are going on over an hour here. Let's go ahead and lay, end this on a high point. Weed will be legal in Montana. I like, your, I like your wording the, there. Uh, controlling party has anything to do with it. Well, it's, what hubris. Uh, there is also some legislation that's being drafted. Of course, they're not in session right now and won't be for some uh, time. But uh, They are looking to tread upon others. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Uh, but the uh, a house district from Kalispell, that region, is uh, putting legislation on the table to undo what Montana voters have voted for. So what sort of hubris and audacity do you have that, I mean, it's the same people that voted for this. The same people that voted for you voted for legal weed. So, I, you know, I, I say let them. Let them try. It's very let, let them, by, by, any t- by all means. Let them try. I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of at the opinion that if their argument is strong enough, it will carry the day, and it'll be undone. But I don't think it will. How will it carry the day if the like? I'm sorry, but the voters said yes to it. More people said yes than said no. It's voted on. It's a settled matter. Okay, you're right. I, I, I'm, I'm on your side on this one. But I, I, what I'm saying though is, is we don't even know what their argument is. So like J- Jimmy, you brought this. So what are they trying? Do we have any idea what I'm guessing they're trying to do this through some sort of legislative referendum? Yes. Okay. So it, so it would be another issue that would be what voted by the voted on again, by uh, the, not by in the, the general by the election, but it'll be voted on by our legislators and are now predominantly Republican legislators. Well, we'll yeah. see. So, well, that would be, I would have to brush up on what on how that would work because yeah you do it, that because okay. it is sure <laughs> I will sure. thanks Please. Bryce going back to the process um very quick Montana has what's called the citizens legislator basically nobody in our legislature the for either your Senate or House representatives are full time legislators they're not full-time government employees they uh they meet once every two years for a 90-day session and when our 90-day session not this year but next year comes up um since they are not legislators there is a reason why in most other parts of the country the majority of your legislators are from the legal profession they're lawyers or paralegals because to get anything done you have to have the legal expertise to write a legal bill in montana that is different you, um, a legislator basically approaches the, uh, I forget the title, but it, there's a specific group of people that actually write all the legislation and they're paralegals and some of them are lawyers. So you say this, I want a bill that accomplishes this. You don't have to say why you want to accomplish it. You say it needs to say that I want to ban weed in Montana. And then the legislate, the, the writers draft up a bill, which then becomes a draft bill, which then has to go to a committee so it has to go, this one, uh, Health and Human Affairs or something, one of those committees, would then either table the bill or would vote, we want this to go to the general floor, in which case it would be voted on by all the legislators. And it's the same process as in the state for a bill to become law, it goes through the Senate and the House. So there is no chance of this passing, I I would hope, and I think we're, I think we're coming from the same point on this, because neither... None of us are the uh, the weed people, so I just don't believe that it's my right to tell anybody what they can and can't do with their own body. 
even if I believe heroin yeah, would be and, bad, and, it's and not. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I want to go back on this point. I, I I don't understand the hostility here, Bryce. Because are you saying that these guys are you saying that they're not that that they shouldn't be allowed to if they say they want to try and pass this, they shouldn't they shouldn't be allowed to? Uh, the Republicans. Yeah, You're, are you saying they shouldn't be allowed to? If because I mean, you it sounds to me like you don't it, want them. If it if it affects what the uh, voters are voting on already, so, then yeah, I think that there's a big con- uh, raise for concern there. If it's going to affect what has been voted on by the people already. I, okay, I, I'm with you. If on they that voted one. on this, I'm and, and again, don't and take me wrong. I'm not saying. I'm and not then say, they get into session, and then I, I, they I'm, go and change it directly back. That is a massive. I, I agree. I, I agree. I agree that that that's a big f you to the voters, and I'm not and, and I'm not in favor of that. It, so don't get so I I, f- I feel like you're kind of attacking me here because I'm like because I, because I, I'm like well if they want to try and change it they should be they they should be able to. At least try. I mean, let 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 them. I, I say I, let them try. I don't think it's gonna. I. You're right. There was a massive red wave right here. To try and derail the uh, settled matter that the voters have decided on. Right, and That's, if you go back to the no, it's you, not. What, what were the what were the num- Okay, what were the numbers for? I think it was I80 and I90. I think were the two initiatives on the ballot this year, if I, if I remember correctly, because there was one that. There was there one of them was to specifically mark a mark marijuana as something that could be defined that that could be used by adults by <sighs> people eighteen or over, and then there was and then there was the actual and then there was the actual legalized marijuana in mm. for personal for personal use here. Yeah, I would I would they may be drafting this bill, but I'll but if they were just to look at those numbers, I would I would certainly hope. That those legislators would say, "Look, a lot of these people who who put us in power also voted for this, and they're what they're up in what two years? Yes, yeah. So they'll be up in two years, and if they pull the shenaniganery, then they will be gone. That's my that is my suspicion. So I mean, it's their right to do so up until that. As a legislator, as a legislator, it is to me anybody." The it is anybody's right to try and petition a government for a law change that because that because we live in a civil society because if we can't because if we can't put because if our legislators can't introduce bills for things that they feel and again that they feel need to be addressed then we don't have a civil society well now, is I'm not a, I'm not saying that they have to pass I'm not saying that it has to pass okay and I feel like you are getting crossed with me there and you're misunderstanding me there. I am coming at this strictly from a civil society perspective that they, if they, they feel like they want to change it, you're right. It's an absolutely dirty way. And I can guarantee you that it's going to be pointed out and shoved in their faces. Should that bill, should a bill like that ever be introduced? Maybe on a statewide level, this representative that's doing this is from Kalispell, which is the evangelical right of Montana, it feels like a lot of the time. So I don't think he'll have the negative repercussions that he would anywhere else in the state. He may not be able to get higher office because of this sort of shenanigans. Yeah, but he can't pass it by himself. He's going to need support. He's going to need support from other areas, from other representatives who could very well be 
affected by such a thing. Well, I'll tell you straight off, Missoula won't stand for it. <laughs> They'll be the bastion. <laughs> They'll plant the flag and say, "We, you shall not cross. <laughs> they will, and it's a Missoula thing there because I, I work in Missoula and formerly lived in Missoula. So I would just walk outside of my house and I'm just like, I... I know that smell, and it's my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, well, yeah, it, like I said, I don't, I don't. Please don't get me cross here. Don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying I support it. I really don't because it was voted on by the people. Oh, it of just Montana, feels just like in this, it's a god-given right to just stalemate everything, uh, no matter what. Stay, uh, deadlock, deadlock in Congress is not a bug; it's a feature. Exactly. You want it to work slowly so the ideas can be fully thought out, theoretically. Jeez, I feel like we're uh, steps away from talking about term limits here. Yeah. <laughs> Not on this them, one. So. Not on this one. You guys only go for about an hour or so. Well, we are uh, and, uh, we're over that, and so I think uh, this is a good high point to put this one in the books. You're probably checking into this right now. You're listening on our website. It's going to be MontanaVoicesPodcast.com. We're going to keep it up as long as we possibly can. Uh, should stay up forever, I'm feeling. Even if uh, Montana goes down, she'll stay up. Uh, email address if you want to be on the cast, if you want to get at us for any reason. Uh, it's going to be MontanaVoices at gmail.com. Our Twitter page is at Montana underscore voices. Facebook page is at Montana Voices Podcast. You can find all of our uh, previous casts on YouTube by searching for Montana Voices Podcast. 